Hey, guess what? Sydney Beer Week is upon us once again. That's right, Sydney's biggest and best celebration of beer is back for 2018 from October 26 to November 4. This year, the team behind Dave's Travel and Events Group, who also happened to sponsor this podcast, have curated an amazing array of beer-related events, including not one, but two events from us at Sessionable. The first being our classic annual live show at the Royal Albert on the Monday. And for the first time ever, we are inviting you to join us for a live style roulette session, which is happening on the Wednesday at Bucket Boys. Both of them should be heaps fun, so please join us on that. And for the full Sydney Beer Week program, check out sydneybeerweek.com.au. And for even more beer experiences, check out daves.com.au. Sessionable. Welcome everyone to Sessionable. I'm Adrian and I'm here with Liam. G'day guys. How you and going? John from Bucket Boys. Howdy. I can't believe we haven't had you on an episode yet. <laughs> I feel like I was actually starting to wonder if there was like maybe <laughs> we a rift. We've made a call. Not was there a rift? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, needed no, to you, know I think you created the rift when you had me on your one and only episode of your podcast. And these maybe guys got all I was. About it. Yeah. <laughs> maybe I was like. Stole <laughs> Liam from yeah. us. <laughs> Maybe it was a call for help. I was trying to say, hey, if you're not going to have me on, I'll just make up a podcast and have you on. That was really fun, though. It was awesome. But the yeah. funny thing is, I just never told the guys about it. Cause I, like, oh, were they mad? We just found mad. out. I like, didn't know <laughs> I was like, hey, what the fuck is this? I'm like, oh, I forgot about that. Like, yeah. Wow. Sorry, dude. It was like lead up to Beer Week last year, wasn't it? Yeah. So this is like, it's not a good time for me as a human being. So... It's just what like there's a million things like that that happen every day. So it's like I, it's like sort of in one ear and out the other. But I got to say I did have a really awesome time doing it. But well, then, my plan was to keep doing them, and then yeah, what happened? Look, to be honest, I have four or five episodes done, and life happened. Yeah, you know, my my wife got pregnant, and yeah. I tried I had to reevaluate, you know, the family life work balance, and having that extra night going out and doing podcasts wasn't working. So I just put it on hold for a while, and I still want to do it. Why don't um, you release the other four episodes and just make it like a short season sort of a thing, and then you can like get back into it a later date? I probably could. Yeah. I'm sure some of the stuff won't be relevant, you know, yeah. but a lot of it will, you know. So I have a couple of cool podcasts with the guys from Bruni Island and one from, with uh, Stu. Yeah. Um, from Voyager, Ocho Beer. Oh, Ocho. Yeah, not that's yeah, yeah, Stu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I just kind of just haven't released them. I feel bad. No, that's cool. But I, yeah, I mean, a bit biased because... I was on it, but I had a really good time doing it. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's kind of what I wanted to do. It was like, um, I like having conversations with people. Um, I like to talk a lot. So it seemed like a pretty good format for me to get it all out in like an hour, you know? And you have opinions. Yeah, I, a few. <laughs> cool. So, I mean, I think, yeah, as we we're saying, it's just like pretty much long overdue. For sure it is. But um, we're here at Bucket Boys, and I think it's something we talked about a lot on the podcast yeah but we've never actually had you on to do an episode yeah no. we've actually recorded here before we've recorded here before yeah. just not with you yeah <laughs> it's cool guys yeah. yeah we're waiting for the right moment <laughs> no but yeah we're here now actually it's it's actually worked out better for us you know just from a business standpoint because now that i'm on and people know we're friends all those recommendations of going to bucket boys will mean a little less every time you say <laughs> we found this at bucket boys it'll feel like i pushed you to say that well, whereas just... before they just might have thought you hated me but my beer was so good you know <laughs> just don't just don't talk to that job yeah. fast but go to the shop the shop's all right <laughs> uh, it's exciting i'm 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 a uh, i was actually like i said i told you before we started the podcast i was really digging uh listening to the podcast the past few days 
um, c- catching up on some episodes and realizing that I don't listen to a lot of beer podcasts, mm. mostly because I spend all day thinking and talking about beer. It's kind of yeah. like yeah. I end up listening to like true crime podcasts or so you know something yeah. like way different just to take my mind off of beer. Yeah, um, but it has been refreshing. I think the last few episodes are really interesting. Um, yeah, thanks. I think I there think... was a design episode that I was digging a lot and yeah. getting some ideas yeah, that's from. Been, yeah, that was awesome. with, with yeah. Ruby who, who did our design stuff. Um, yeah, that was. I wasn't a chance to uh, to be on that episode. I really enjoyed listening to it, but we've got some awesome feedback about that, and I think it might sort of lend to a little, you know, a bit of another angle where we will get some people that aren't like necessarily beer, but still involved in the beer industry. I, I think it's cool. I really like the fact that Ruby has is drawn to the beer scene, not necessarily for what's in the glass as well. I think that's that's pretty cool. Like, I actually really enjoyed that. That there was other things that she actually really enjoyed about that what made beer so fun for her. And I think she likes particular styles of beers, if I remember correctly. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's not like a she's not coming upstairs and having four belching beavers or whatever it is. It's a sad day then. Yeah, but I mean, so we're at the back in like your office, I guess, sort of office slash storeroom. Yeah, this because is... you got too much shit going in today. There is, a, yeah, <laughs> it is a Friday night. It is a Friday night. Friday night. What you got a tasting in the downstairs in the bottle shop with? Um, what are you tasting down there? Um, we are tasting Anderson Valley downstairs, Belching Beaver Tap Takeover upstairs. Usually we have a wine tasting on as well. Yeah. So then we would have wine tasting downstairs, beer tasting downstairs, and Tap Takeover upstairs or Tap tap Event. Yeah. I hate the word Tap Takeover because we never actually take over the taps. Yeah. We literally just put a few beers on. I feel More like of the a word. curated selection than a oh, Tap Takeover. It kind of lost this meeting. The, yes, it has. Yeah. The word Tap Takeover is just so. Uh, it, it it doesn't really describe what we do, you know, or what a lot of the pubs do. It, they, no one, they, we're not letting someone come over here and put whatever beers they want on. We're curating a tap list, you yeah. know. And it's like I I don't know. No one's taking over anything. And if they were, like you know, I guess I, what what I would do is say, come in here and you put on whatever beers you want. Yeah, Which, and you've you've done like events like that. Yeah, we before. have. Yeah. You've taken over other people's taps, haven't you? Uh, no, I've 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 approached a few people about okay. it, and it never kind of came through. Didn't the Royal Albert do something similar? Yeah, I think we ordered like the Carwin right, thing. Yeah, like, uh, oh yeah, yeah, Carwin. Yeah, yeah we Carwin did. So that, yeah, so they they actually sent over a whole bunch of uh of beers that they kind of. I think there was some collaboration between what was chosen and what wasn't, but yeah, Yeah. it was kind of like their best picks of international and Victorian Hmm. beers, and it was really cool. I think um, we did a sort of a feature of a few Bucket Boys beers that... You guys brought in as well. True at some that. Point. We did do that. That's what yeah. I was thinking of. I yeah, thought we did you that. Did yeah, do so I, I thought that's yeah. what you were talking about. Yeah, that yeah. was what I was talking. But then yeah. you said you didn't do. It. I was like, oh shit. Did well, I, like, I don't, did that not yeah, happen? Like, like yeah. to be honest, it's such a gray area. This like, and and you know, I think also it's like one of those terms like craft beer, where the yeah. term tap takeover is like the most unexciting thing you can hear. Yeah, you know. And so I'm trying to think of other things to call it. You know, it's like just to freshen it up. It's not. It's not a tap takeover. It's a. You know. It's a tasting experience, or it's yeah. a, you know. Well, I mean, like, I think your Belgian Beaver events, I don't know what you want to call it, that you got upstairs yeah. at the yeah. moment, you know, you've got, what, five, five beers? Five beers and five pieces of food. And you're pairing that with five food items and stuff like that. That's a different way of doing it. It's yeah. pretty cool. And you know what? It's so funny, and I'm sure, like, you guys will probably feel the same way. Every time you come up with a cool event, and then... It always seems good, like it's going to be a lot easier than whenever you <laughs> you get to the day, and then it's like, um, you mean I got to cut all this cheese up and put it on little plates, and everyone wants something different, and then one of the kegs doesn't work. It's like, yeah. 
I just, you know, sometimes I forget how hard these things are to put on. And um, this was, yeah, this is a bit stressful today. Oh, we, yeah. we're, we're here now. We're having yeah, I'm, I'm here now and I'm eating cheese eating and I'm cheese having beer. and chocolate and ice cream and <laughs> I hope you guys can't hear me eating. Oh, Can you? Eh. All right, so, let's dive in. Tell me yeah, I mean, what's, go- what's happening. Well, I think the first thing I wanted to ask about is, uh, it's not origin story because that's kind of been done to death, but you guys kind of do things a bit differently here. And yeah. like, before even you had upstairs, even as a bottle shop, you kind of, it's just different, right? Um, yeah, there, there's a, there's an ethos behind it all. I like to say it's, um, a lot smarter than it really is, but it's basically, I used to work in the music industry. Um, I worked in the music industry for a while and I saw all the, I read a lot of books about music. I was really into music, right? And the music industry, as you know, is dying, um, because people steal music for free. And if not, they stream it for $9 a month. So, um, I got out of the music industry, but the principle of a record label, which is, um, kind of the the it's the most phenomenal business model you can think of everything's done in-house and um you, you're combining creativity with business with you know um accounting and, and it's all under one roof right mm-hmm. so i thought well why couldn't you use this business model to um you know work in another industry and so i like i really got i was into beer already and i was thinking well like, well you know there's there's five million breweries opening up all over the world that's a lot that's a big number but there's a lot right then they say there's something like one a week in australia or something i think crazy. that's i think we're averaging one a week in australia yeah so does the world need another pale ale on an ipa and a lager from a Merrickville brewery i don't think so no yeah i mean even unless we made the best one in the world which we're probably not going to unless we have a lot of money to buy nice equipment and really good brewers and you know all that stuff um but what i thought was well what what if we kind of took this record label model and turned it into a beer shop Mm-hmm. And so, the, the 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 short version is that this is like the record store, right? So we have the retail arm, which is like us selling CDs over the counter, right? Mm-hmm. We've got the brewery, which is like the recording studio. We've got distribution and importing, which is kind of like A and R, yeah, a little bit. So yeah. like we're finding talent and we're pushing that talent out to the market, and and there's a lot of other aspects that go into that. You know, the like. Uh, as in like how you, you're physically making the CDs, you know, you're, you're designing the artwork, you're taking photography for the artist, yeah. you know, you're, you're, you're hiring backup singers, like everything you that goes into it, you know, and then you talk about events as like kind of like the live sound, like getting out it's in the your market. It's festival. It's yeah. Like, yeah. It's basically like, yeah, setting up and doing a tour, you know, mm. and so we have all these ideas that still haven't happened yet, but you know, you know, our White Wealth Society is our fan club. And it's like we have everything is fit into this idea of like people understand how to to operate within that space. They understand how to be a music lover. Yeah. Right. And so I'm trying to kind of take that and turn it into being a beer lover the same way. And I have some really cool um, alternative ideas about that as well, because um, one thing I've been thinking about a lot lately is that in the beer industry. Right. And in a lot of uh, it's beer industry is really the only creative industry I can think of where this happens. The end-to-end experience of the person who comes up with the recipe, makes the beer, and, you know, either does the design or, you know, uh, hires out the design work, um, ha- owns the tap room, designs the tap room, you know, sells the beer out to market. Like, just think of Pat at Willie the Bowman, yeah, right? Or yeah. Nick, Pat and Nick. Yeah. They do everything, start to finish. Now, name one famous musician, uh, uh, you know, that does everything start to finish. You know, like even Michael Jackson had Quincy Jones, right? They have producers. They yeah, have, yeah. they have A&R reps. They have, you know, stylists. They have people who do their live sound show, you know. I mean, you know, and it's not right, but probably the closest would be like some sort of like Rizzo Wu-Tang type thing, sure. right? Where they're sort or, of trying to control everything. And, and there are people who can do that, but guess yeah, what? But very There's 400 few, and yeah. what, 
430 breweries in Australia? Yeah. Do you think there's 430 people who can do that end to end? And what I'm suggesting to people is that maybe they take it and they think of it like, and it's not just music. Think of a movie. How many movies are made by one person? You know, even right. Quentin Tarantino has a director of, of cinematography well, you and look someone at the who credits edits. of any movie. There's a million names. Exactly. On there. Like, yeah. And I'm thinking like, why do we we to be to do that? We're in a creative industry, so we should be um, capturing you know all these. And I, that's why I loved your design episode, uh, episode because mm-hmm. she was saying, look, don't try to do it all yourself. You know, go ask somebody. There's plenty of artists out there, and yeah. I think the same thing. There's plenty of brewers out there. There's plenty of people who have ideas for recipes. You know, there's plenty of people who have different alternative ways of getting to the market, you know? And I think that's kind of what we want to do eventually is become that almost like a beer producer. Mm. So we don't, I don't want to make beer. I want to produce it. And if, uh, does that make sense in a way that, yeah, that, yeah. yeah. So you're not physically brewing the beer, but you're doing everything else. Yeah. So you're getting the brewery, you're putting them in touch with suppliers to get the ingredients or you're buying the ingredients and then you're, you've got the design and you've got this and I don't want to be Pink Floyd. I want to be Alan Parsons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, I want to be. We. I, I want Bucket Boys to be like, you know, pulling some strings. But I want to rely on talented people. Hmm. And that's really hard because when it's your own business, you kind of have this idea of like, oh, I'll just do it all myself. Yeah, no one yeah. no, understands this but me. And it's hard to let go. And and every yeah, business will tell control, you. And right. I still suck at it. To be honest, I'm terrible at it. Hmm. But. That's the end goal is to surround ourselves with talented people like Jay and Ben yeah, who make our yeah. beer and go, dude, just make the beer. You know. The problem is, is that everyone wants to be something that they're not. You know, the brewers want to be designers. The designers want to be brewers. The business owners want to be accountants. The accountants <laughs> want to, you know, sell beer out in the front. And everyone wants to do it. Some, and it's it's finding those people who are who are satisfied with their role. And that's a hard thing to do in life and business. And and anybody who hires people can tell you that. It's and, it, and you guys probably yeah. feel the same way. It's like finding a role that you're satisfied in because most people that you hire for $25 an hour are looking to move up. They don't want to be $25 an hour workers the rest of their life. Yeah. So, you know, that's that, it's that balance. But yeah, that's, that's the concept. I know it's a little, I got a lot more long winded than I meant to get. Nah. But I think it's a cool concept. Yeah. And I think it's fresh. I think it's, um, the other part of this, which is, um, the, the idea of, of, you know, building a gigantic production brewery. And I think that model is dead. Just like I think the idea of building a gigantic, you know, 180, you know, 180 track, you know, seven room studio is dead. Now you need that. If I'm going to record the, the score to, you know, Avatar 2, I yeah, might need a gigantic yeah. symphony orchestra with a 480 yeah. mics and all this crazy stuff. But for the most part, I just need a laptop yeah. and a microphone, just like we're doing right now. But Jack Johnson doesn't need that to record his next album. Like, right. Yeah. And so what I'm getting at is that we've already got places like these massive breweries, right? We've got Brew Pack. We've got like even like places like Sauce and Harry Man that are doing 5,000 liter batches and 6,000 liter batches. Yeah, Rocks and, Brewing, and, you know, or whatever yeah. they're calling themselves now. Um, yeah, it's currently still rocks. Okay. Uh, um, but then there's like, you know, there's that new one in Brisbane that's opening up like next door to the Brewdog facility. Oh, the Brick Lane. Is it? No, no. Oh, there's Brick Lane Oh, yeah, there's another well, one. But there's that other one in Brisbane. There's. So my point is, yeah. those, are the, those are the big recording studios. And guess what? Sony doesn't own those anymore. They just go rent them for a week when they need to record something. And that's yeah. what we, like, that's what we want to do. Eventually we'll have the money and the means and the, and the distribution footprint to go, we want to make this beer and we want to make a big giant batch of it, but we don't, we're kind of, it's kind of the McKellar idea. Yeah. You know, but, and you may have a brew pub somewhere that produces beer and that's fun, but you don't really need this, you know, gigantic brewery. And, and Merrickfield, for God's sakes, doesn't need another gigantic brewery. 
you know <laughs> I mean, we're already fighting with each other for the for the you know whatever twenty thousand people that live around the area it's, yeah it's, but you came in late to the game as well there's other people who can rightly say they didn't need didn't need you here when you came in right that's why we didn't build a brewery yeah, yeah and that was enough. the whole reason yeah and i and and it was like yeah we wanted to make beer but we didn't we thought well there's two reasons one we didn't think america needed a brewery and it desperately needed an awesome bottle shop yeah. But we also thought, like, when you have a bottle shop, you can talk about everyone's beer. Yeah. And the one thing I hated about working at the breweries, and I say hate's a strong word, but one, one thing I didn't like was, you know, only having to like, having to push whatever was on tap, those tin taps and that brand all the time. And it's like, well, but I thought those guys were cool, too, and these guys made this cool beer. And it's like, you know, now I can talk about all of them whenever I want, you know. Yeah, and it's kind of things like, I think everyone like adrian you can relate to this as well it's like you kind of get stuck in this bubble where you only drink what's on top of the royal lab yeah. or you only <laughs> drink what comes to the doors of this shop which is it's, it's really a lot easier hard. it is well, i mean a lot well, of things come cheaper, through the door but, like, but it's also really hard <clears throat> to keep up with um whatever it else, what, what else it was going, it, right? when i was at batch it was now forget it i know every beer that's out yeah unless it's coming, tap only and then it's yeah. a, maybe it's you know maybe i don't know every tap beer because we don't push through as much beer on our taps if it's in a bottle i've heard of it mm. you know and that's that's what's cool about this place is like when i was at batch it's like i just drink you know mosaic ipa simcoe ipa whatever you know and i just drink those all day because they were free or cheap yeah. <laughs> and and you know and they were good and it was like no thought but you don't really expand your beer knowledge by just smashing the even in a place like Batch that makes. Well, I was like gonna say if you get to do it at one place, Batch is probably a good place to yeah, do it. But hundred like, percent agree. You're still limiting yourself there, right? Yeah, I don't know. What do you? I mean, what, like, how do you do it at the Albert? Do you? I mostly drink it at work. Do you ever get out to any other pubs? Uh, I try to, like, um, especially There's some videos on Facebook that tell me that. Yeah. You <laughs> <laughs> Let's not talk about that. <laughs> I try to go to places within walking distance, especially like Bitterfew and the Tap House, um, occasionally Wildflower, but that takes a bus to get there. And It's not a sessionable episode unless we mention Wildflower at least yeah, exactly. times. Yeah, tick. Uh, we were talking about um, <laughs> Ding, having, you a, need to have like a, having a beer. Yeah, having a beer later on from Wildflower. We'll see. Yeah. I think you should. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we got some new, I just got all the new releases. So. I saw, we yeah. just yeah. designed them off actually, yeah. I love it. It's so funny. Like, yeah, it's not a it's not a uh, episode unless we talk about wildflower at least three times. It's great. And I was like, well, see, like I think originally it wasn't an episode unless you talked about Dave Patton. From, yeah, from River, car, it was Riverside, Riverside of, occasionally. Car, yeah, and then now, now I it's think, just I think what it's been Topher's doing by whatever Topher's <laughs> doing at the time. It's so yeah. true though. It's really hard because like they're they're not like there's nothing nothing bad coming out of that place. And and it's always so interesting. And in a market of just pale ales and IPAs, it's like yeah. it's the easiest thing to go and go. Hey, what's cool about Merrickville? And it's like the first thing I think of. Well, I, the, the way I always think about it, if you've got a friend coming from from back home in the states or whatever, where are you going to take them? And they're like, man, I'm in Sydney for like three hours. I'm at the airport. Take me to a brewery. What's the first place you're going to take? Yeah, them I'm to? going to Wildflower. Easy. And if it's not open, I'm calling Topher and saying we're coming by. Like, <laughs> no, and and like that's not to say all the, the. I think the other breweries are great. That's not what I'm saying. I just think that it's just something about he's captured ex- the essence of like uh, urban farmhouse. Yeah, you know, in like a way that that I guess he he couldn't have done it any better. Yeah, you know, I guess the only way he could have done it better is by having a more. You know, like having having more to go around. Yeah. Because at the beginning, it no. was you know it's really hard to find the beer. Well, no, I think you know I've always said it. I think Topher took the time and actually really thought nothing was just done because it was done. Like everything, he was, nailed it. Yeah, he took the time and worked. So it out, I think we hit our quota, our wildflower yeah. quota. Yeah, we're done. All right. Sweet. Tick. Um. So the next thing I wanted to ask you was, I mean, I guess Bucket Boys isn't just you. Um, it isn't. <laughs> I'm just kidding. 
So now there's, media we have a whole team of people. Yeah. But yeah. So I do have. So a who else is involved? So because I guess you, you know, for a lot of you're you're the voice. I guess you. Could I'm say. just the loudest in the room. That's yeah. not. I'm yeah. not actually the voice. <laughs> I'm, I've always been that guy. You know, and sometimes it it helps, and sometimes it's annoying. Um. So I have a business partner, Clint. Yeah. Um, Clint's actually out front doing work right now while I'm sitting back here. So, I mean, you know, we, uh, so we're, yeah, we're 50 50 on everything, uh, as far as decision making. So everything is kind of a team effort. And he's, yeah, he's just not a podcast guy. <laughs> and you know, cause you know Clint. Like, he's well, no, I think that's the reason why we didn't have, have you on episode. We definitely should have him because, on because I reckon he, cause I, I wanted to get, I wanted to be you you and him Clint. talking. And then yeah. he was just like, nah, I was like, well, we'll just get Clint really, really drunk. And yeah, no, that'll him. work. Yeah, yeah. We'll have him on the, yeah. the, um, the advent calendar. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have, Clint has to do one of the advent Yeah. And also yeah. you can get him talking about tattoos or maybe metal. You know, Mikola, Mik- yeah, yeah, exactly, or Denmark, yeah. yeah, yeah, and I think, yeah, that might get the ball rolling, <laughs> the icebreakers. So on top of that, there's Ben and Jay, yep, um, who brew your beers. Jay is the is the brewer of Bucket Boys beer. Ben is, he's not re- he doesn't really brew Bucket Boys beer, but he helps. You know, so he those two guys kind of work together for the most part. Jay does all of the hard lifting. I mean, Jay's on salary. Like I pay Jay to make beer for Bucket Boys, and um, and then Ben. If you've seen the From Ben beers, that's that's Ben. Yeah, uh, that's Ben Miller. Um, and then there's Jess, who's in the back doing all of our accounting. She just basically she just comes in and yells at me because we have <laughs> it's it's either what we have, have no done? money, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we have no money. You didn't pay this. You know why are the all the stacks of invoices and of, like I just get yelled at by her. So yeah. I'm, I really like paying somebody to yell at me. <laughs> I've noticed. It. So, but the best part about her is that is she um she does all the filing. So now Clint and I just leave the invoices stacked up, and then she comes in because you know, she she's actually uh, she works for Qantas. Yeah. So uh, she'll come in after two weeks, and there'll just be this stack of invoices, and she's like, "What's this?" I was like, "I don't know. We don't do this anymore." That's your job. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel bad for her. Yeah, uh, she gets paid well, and she pays herself. So I, I feel like that works. <laughs> That's um, why you don't have any money. We've, we've, it's we've, a dream job. I get to yell at my boss and I pay myself. Look, we've been through a host of people. Yeah. You know, um, Xavier, who works for Hop Nation now, and Justin, who worked briefly for Square Keg and then now is kind of back here and doing his own thing. They've, he's got like a wine thing going on yeah. as well. Um, we'll always consider those two kind of members of Bucket Boys, um, and they come and help out every once in a while and do things. Yeah. And and Xavier has to because he wants to sell beer to me, so he has to be nice. <laughs> um, Put away this stock that yeah. I'm on. <laughs> uh, no, but so um, and then there's Ian who left to Tasmania. Uh, Ian, yeah. you got who people might know him. He went. He worked at uh, Porter's in Bexley. And I think that store got really cool when he was there. Yeah, yeah. And then he came over here for a while, and now he's in Tassie. I think doing St. John distribution. Yeah, which is awesome. Oh, and then upstairs, uh, Merrick was here for a while. Um, now he's with Riverside. Uh, we have Sonny upstairs yep. now, so he's the long-haired blonde guy that looks out of place, but you know, awesome guy. He's a red dude. Yeah. Um, we've had a few other casuals, uh, Alex, Clem. Uh, who else am I missing? I think that's about it. I'm, I'm sure it's I'm missing a, a few team. people. Look, we it got it was really big for yeah. a while, and we've kind of pared it down mostly because there's just the wages are expensive, and yeah. and it's it's like yeah, it's the most expensive thing. And I like I like having people around, but I also like money. <laughs> so it's like a, it's always a wake up every day and decide whether I want to have money or people around. Yeah. Do I go to work or do I pay someone? Yep. I think I laughed the last time I came in. He was like on a Sunday and then I think Clinton was downstairs and you were upstairs. I'm like, yep. 
Penalty rights. <laughs> so if you if you come into if you ever want to meet the owners of Bucket Boys, come, come, come in on a Sunday because I'll be downstairs in the bottle shop and Clint will be upstairs unless we have something crazy going on yeah. because at you know whatever forty thirty forty bucks an hour, it's just we'll just do it ourselves. Yeah, yeah, and un- unfortunately that's just the way it is for a small business. Um, I guess yeah. What what it's what's coming up next for Bucket Boys? Oh, dude. Oh yeah, should we talk about the advent calendar? Since we've already mentioned it, I'm in. Yeah, let's yeah. do it. Uh, well, that's one thing that's it. coming up. Coming up mm. next, so, Christmas time. So we're we we partnered up. Yeah, yeah. We haven't picked all the beers yet, though. Yeah, we got to do that. That's a bit dangerous. Yeah, uh, we yeah, got time. Right. We got time. It's yeah. like just twelve ovals. Right? I reckon. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> we're gonna do twelve Brett saisons from all different parts of the world. If you like Brett saisons, please subscribe <laughs> to our advent calendar. <laughs> all right, so. Here's the rundown, because I've had a few comments and questions online, so obviously those people aren't going to be listening to this podcast, so there's no reason to, to yell at them. But this no, is the comments not, and questions again. Yeah. Like, well, comments, it's a, it's a strong word. Yeah. Complaints is more of, why is this, you know, $140 for 12 beers? Because well, they're going to be fucking sick beers. First of all, <laughs> it's not just 12 beers, right? Where you get a glass, yeah, you get yeah. a t-shirt. You get shipping, right? You get uh, shipping is not included, okay, okay. but you get the little Christmas cracker. Have, has, has, does yep. anyone understand how this is working? Or yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna fill prizes inside our 500 mil cans on the can seamer. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. Prizes. It's gonna be yes. sick. Yeah. <laughs> um, and and one of those prizes is gonna be really sweet, which I don't want to give away yet. No. But we're gonna work on something together. Yes, and, right. and, yeah. and put together like an epic box of beer for the yeah. new year. We got some, some like cool we, we yeah. got some seller stuff in the back, and we'll yeah. put it together and give away to one person. Right now, we've sold like a hundred boxes. Um, I mean, and the regular box is going to have some pretty shit hot stuff as well, dude. Right? It's going to be awesome. Yeah. yeah, because the the box is if if you get twelve beers and you give me ten dollars a beer to work with, average, you can, that's pretty much eighty percent of the shop. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we've already locked in. You know, I think I told you I found one or two guys that yeah. like we've got a and like these beers are going to be great, and they always yeah. are, and that's what I think. You you get to choose. Do you want quantity or quality? Now, if yeah. you want both and you have a lot of money, that's fine. You know, you I can. guess in typical sessionable and bucket boys style, like there's a lot of uh, advent calendars or be event calendars out in the market, right? Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, the discussions that we've had between each other has always been: if we're going to do one, then let's make it fucking sick. And yeah, it is, and yeah. Honestly, I would love to do one and charge two forty for it and put you know twenty dollar bottles in it, but just all loons like yeah. <laughs> just, but I think w- what we can do with that kind of thing is we can really spread our wings and choose some cool beers. And the other thing about this box, and we've been doing it for two years, but this time like it's going to be really cool with the podcast. It's really deep diving into it. Yeah. I like this is a beer geek advent calendar. Yeah, and. Yes, a lot of the things we do are beer geek things, and that's you know that's fine. Like somebody's got to be at you know at the at the tip of the spear. Pointing you know, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that's what Bucket Boys is, right? We, like, we try to be. Yeah, yeah. And and but I think what's cool is that um, the people who subscribe to this know that. So you're not, you know, a lot of times when you do these beer geeky things, and you end up getting half a crowd who doesn't really care about beer, and it's like it's pretty hard to like. You're, you're wanting to tell half of them all this geeky stuff, and the other half's kind of like eyes yeah. rolling back in their head. Yeah. Everybody who's going to buy this, for the most part, is going to be into it. They're, they're paying 140 bucks. You know, like they're ready to yeah, go. Yeah, I kind of feel like I'm not, I don't want to offend anyone, but if you're asking where the value is in it, then it's not for you. Yeah. No offense. Yeah. It's not for you. And, and, and to be honest, like, I, I, I get so, I don't, it's, as a business owner, I get really hard, I get really offended by it, but, I know that people are like, well, you know, I could just make IPA at my house for for you know 140 bucks and get a whole keg, and it's like, Sweet. if that's what you want to do, that's yeah, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah. 
that we're going on an exploration of beer, and that's everything we yeah. do here. Is what, and I, I know why you get a bit upset because there's there's a, a lot of work that goes dude, into this, right? Like, dude, there's a lot of yeah, work. Yeah, like we wrap all the bottles individually. Yeah. That, oh yeah, you know that. You're, yeah, he's in. Yeah, you guys are yeah, in this year. Fun. This yeah. is yeah. why. We, <laughs> by the way, the reason why we partnered up is because it had nothing the, to do with your beer. Wrapping we needed buddy, a couple yeah. wrapping yeah. buddies. Yeah. <laughs> I've had a few people leave this year and staff. So. No, I've already can t- we get to wrap our beer? I've already told Xavier and Justin. And they're in, so that's yeah, yeah. you know they're in, nah. and my brewers know as well. Like everyone in the who's in the family, the yeah, Bucket Boys family yeah. knows that when it comes to Advent calendar time, You're they're in. in. Yeah, yeah. I always get a fun. couple of my mates to come down as well. We usually do it upstairs. You know, put yeah. some beers on. It's great. It's a fun day. Look, the the other cool thing is I, I don't know if people know the story. I told you the story, but I have a we have a friend. Um, he's a friend. We have a guy who comes in. Um, his name's Pete, and Pete is blind. And Pete gave me this really cool idea. And he was like, why don't you j- just do it instead of like wrapping them up and unwrapping them? He's like, why don't you just do it as a blind tasting? Yeah. And like the, the idea of like, well, he does it as a blind tasting every time. Unless like someone tells him the name of the He doesn't get to see the cool artwork. Yeah, no. yeah. He doesn't have any preconception about how that one looks cool and this can doesn't look cool. He just tastes the beer. He knows the style. He knows the reputation of the brewery. And, and like, I thought like, this was the, so the idea when this first one was like, well, why don't we just ask people to play along? Say, so don't unwrap the beer, pour it blind, and then, you know, check Facebook the next day and see what you thought. Yeah. And, and people will do it, actually. Yeah. A lot of people will pour it blind, and then, like, maybe an hour later, they'll get online and be like, oh, yeah, that was what it's, but no one spoils it. They've, it's yeah. been a really good job. So this year with the podcast, we're going to actually, like, incorporate that blind so tasting. So every, every episode for HB is actually going to be two parts, right? Yeah, the blind part, yeah. right? And then the not, and, and then the we're going to go. I guess, yeah. Dude. It's so fun, and and tasting beer blind is is a totally different experience, obviously, yeah. especially if you have you didn't even pick out the beers, so you have no clue what it's going to be. Uh, yeah, and that's the whole idea is we're going to have guests on. It's going to be you know beer people, people from the inner west beer scene, some random guys we find drinking at the bottle at the bottle shop while we're here, and we're going to get people to to try and blind and talk about it on the episode as well. Yeah, right? I think yeah, and I don't know how you. I don't know how you guys are. I'm assuming you're the same as me. It's like, I like to talk about beer, but I don't like to sit around and sniff and talk about aromas and, you know, I guess I'm not, I'm not a deep diver in that aspect. Mm. I like to kind of, I like to taste beer and I like to pick out flavors. And obviously I have a nerd side to it, but I think there's a way to do it without like going into pour as a deep red, you know, color. Oh, it's like, yeah. don't spend 20 yeah. minutes talking about the foam on the top, yeah. you know, and, and the, it's like just tight crust. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, oh, it makes me queasy. <laughs> yeah. you know? So I, don't expect that. Expect more, like a little bit more banter yes. and maybe a bit of like, we definitely want to dive into what the beer is, what the style is, a yeah. little bit of the history. Yeah. Especially yeah. when the beer is revealed, we'll talk about Hell yeah. that beer and, that's, and the that's history of the brewery and. For me, that. that's I, yeah. I'm a, a bit like Jonathan. That's where it's really kicking the gear when we can talk about history and story. That's and what I'm into. Yeah. I'm actually yeah. into where, when, and why, not yeah. what. Yeah. I'm not really into what. Like I love beer, but I, like what I'm into is like who made this. Yeah. You know, what were they thinking at the time? What was the history like of the style? Like I love to, to incorporate all that, and that's what got me into beer. Exactly right, and I, and that's what I think I find really exciting about doing this club together is like. Because, I mean, someone could have a beer and, like, say, for, you know, it's not a beer that's going to be in the pack this year because John's already done it. But someone has their first saves on the pond. Best beer in the world, hands down. But 100%. sometimes at a contest, you can be like, oh, that beer's a bit boring. But then if we could sit here and tell the story, and I'm glad says on the pond's not in there because it'd be a six-hour episode with you and I talking about the How pond. do you know it's not going to be there? <laughs> we haven't you told me. Since. You told me we can't do the pond. No, I didn't say we couldn't. Right, well, we might have to edit this whole bit out depending no, no. on what happens. But yeah. it's, it's fine. Like, look. 
if it was if it was up to me, it would be twelve saison Duponts, and yeah. we would just talk about it for twelve days, just um, a different age. Yeah, saison yeah. Duponts, so we start um, really yes. fresh. And then- <laughs> yeah. Look, I think I think I think I know what you're saying though. It's yeah. like saison Dupont is is a boring beer, but it's also the most interesting boring beer in the world. Yeah, it. I like to call it the. It's the lager for beer drinkers. <laughs> you know. It's like if you're a beer nerd and you want something to smash, yeah. that's what you want. Well, so, that's it. But then if you say, so I could totally see people going like, oh, that beer was a bit shit. I don't know what you're talking about. But then if we could sit here and talk about Saison Pont while they're having the beer, put it in a place, then I'd hope that people would really enjoy that beer. Yeah. Well, and I think it's always context, right? Yeah. Yeah, with everything. In fact, the the, the like this tasting flight I'm doing right now of these belching beaver beers, I think they would be a lot more fun if I was... Actually, in, in paying attention to them instead of just yeah yeah we we kind of kind of stole you away from that one. But. That's all right. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't, I'm just eating cheese into the microphone. <laughs> At least it's soft cheese. It's all good. Fair enough. Um, shall we take a quick break? Yeah, let's take a quick break. Yeah. And well, then, I'm out of beer, so yeah, yeah so we'll mine, get so. a beer and do yeah. some recommendations. Sweet, sweet, sessionable. The Hunter Valley is well known for its wine, but did you know that there's a growing beer scene there as well? A great way to check out the awesome beer and breweries in the Hunter Valley is to get on a brewery tour. Fortunately, Dave's Travel and Events Group offers such a tour. On their appropriately named Hop Hunter Tour, you'll visit breweries new and old and find out why the Hunter Valley is not just about wine. To book your tour today, check out daves.com.au. Alright, and we're back. And we're back. And we have a beer in front of us. Uh, from the Bucket Boys fridges. So Speaking apparently of, we didn't reach the quota. Yeah, we didn't reach the wildflower <laughs> quota, so we just picked another wildflower beer. So we're drinking the Fuda beer, which is Wildflower's collaboration with uh, wine writer Mike Benny. Yeah. Um, so the idea behind this is uh, it's been aged for seven months um, on oak, on lees. Um, they use the same yeast strain as the Waratah, which is all wild New South Wales yeast. So is there, yep. is there house culture minus the foreign, the, I think it's like a Belgian Saison yeast that they put in there as well. Okay. And then um, they use aged hops, aged for quite a while. Um, and I think the idea is that it's kind of like a, almost like a Lambic Gers-like type of beer. Um, and, a bit sweeter than a Lambic. Yeah, yeah. And, and but But also like, Sticking with that wildflower theme of being really easy drinking. It's a good pairing for that cheese. Actually. Uh, yeah, blue cheese and this beer yeah. are awesome together. Yeah. <laughs> like a little bit of uh, cheese. Oh, I will try, try one. Yeah. Try yeah, some get of it, that get in on that. It just brings out that sort of like yeah. pastry oh, it's like great. aspect from the... Yeah, it's beautiful. I have this weird thing with wildflower beers. I'm, I'm gonna, Topher's going to get mad at me for saying it, actually. I, I, I really enjoy them all, and I find them all to kind of taste the same. And I don't know if I'm just not good enough to pick up the differences in between them, or if I have them too far apart. But I just seem like there is a commonality. It seems sure. like they all have like so much in common that I could drink one or the other, and I could be fine with whatever it was. Mm. Well, I think that's I think that's one of the good things about high, uh, wildflowers that they do have that very distinct house character that comes from that. Yeah, use, I, I guess think. so. Yeah. I, I think someone's probably on like like going to be listening to this screaming, going, "No, there's so much complexity and difference between everyone," and I'm like, "You're totally wrong," and I'm. I'm sure I am, but like when I taste them, it's all I need to know is it says wildflower, and then just tell me if it's an amber-colored one or a gold-colored <laughs> one, and I'm like, I know what yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. gonna get. I, I don't know if I'm the only one who thinks that, or nah. So I, no offense to anybody like putting in all these different but beers. I, and I probably drink every sixth release. I think I'd probably as a really? guess. I don't, and there's nothing against it, but I'm just I'm not I'm not there every week. I'm not 
Oh, dude, you're not one of the people really buying like every single release every nah, time it comes out. Nah, and it's you, not because I don't enjoy them. I don't know. If, I have a wall over there, and there's literally like yeah. there's probably like a hundred and. 10 wildflower bottles sitting there right don't now. Tell people that. Yeah, it's it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So we have so I've been I've been collecting basically every single release. So I I found that we did a thing at the beginning was like released one, two, three, and four together in a in a vertical. Yeah. I don't think that's good enough. What you need to do is like two, seven, and fifteen. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. So you you kind of see like the the changes, yeah, like, like, like kind of the generational changes. Yeah, almost. yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Two and three are too much alike. You know, it, it like it's really cool to see like like the other day I found one like because we have so much wildflower beer here, we just fa- happened to find like a wildflower gold two just sitting around. Yeah, and, you know, and, and like the other day we decided just to put in the fridges gold and amber, but then we just put different blends. So, so it's all random. So yeah, so someone grabbed a seven, and someone grabbed a nine, and someone grabbed a fourteen, <laughs> and it was like we were just like, yeah, you got this one, you know? yeah. And it was really fun to see like people were like, wow, I can't believe you still have these, yeah, because we just saved so many of them, yeah. But that's the thing is because like, I don't get to, I don't drink, I don't get to drink all of them. I do see the differences because I'm probably like you know four to six or whatever it is, and so so I do get to see those gaps a mm. bit more, and so yeah. But there is definitely a, a house house character that's very and unique. This is just the right? beer I want to drink. Yeah, all the time. So it's funny because I was I think I was talking to Adrian before we saw this beer. I was saying that I actually want to get Mike Benny on to do an episode with him because Mike Benny and I just have very very different opinions about beers, but we have like this weird common ground where we get along really well. So oh cool yeah. I don't know much about Mike Benny or anything except for what you just told me outside. Yeah, so Mike Benny. Um, for those who don't know, is you know primarily known as a wine writer. Uh, he does judging and stuff like that as well. Um, but he's probably been what at the forefront of the natural wine movement in Australia mm. amongst as a non-producer. One of the guys who put together that Rootstock Festival. Yeah, cool. Um, he is one of the owners of the PMV bottle shop in yep. Newtown as well. Yep, I know those so, yeah, guys. Yeah, so he's done some really cool stuff. But um, I like wine. But um, I mean, yeah, I remember when I first met Mike when he was like sort of just starting to get into some beers because he was pretty anti-beer and he just drank really shitty lagers and he still drinks really shitty lagers <laughs> and he thinks that's what a beer is but um but he started getting to sour beers because he's like well it so, makes sense yeah yeah so i was like you know cracked a can on with, with him and stuff like that and you know a few of those wine guys and sort of i, I, I met him when he was just getting on the path of, of funky beers and stuff like that so yeah cool guy but yeah, so uh, another really cool beer, but... Oh, more wildflower, tick, ting, ting. Yeah, ting, You guys got to get that going yeah. and get the sound effect. <laughs> we should get just like five bucks from Tofu every single time we live <laughs> Honestly, I should, I should start charging him money for the amount of times I tell people about wildflower in this shop. Yeah. <laughs> um, it actually brings up an interesting point, which is a little bit off topic. I know we got to get finished That's wrapping right. up. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, I, I want people, uh, people kind of wonder you know, about independent bottle shops. And what they bring to the table. And yeah, we have a cool range, but I feel like anybody can do this. Like anybody can go out and say, what beers should we put in the shop and buy them and put them in the, in a, in a fridge? Like that's not a hard thing to do. What's cool here is like, we're really like kind of at turning people on to different things, you know, yeah. like a wildflower beer or like a sour or like, Hey, yeah. I don't drink beer, but I like cider. Like what beer could I drink? And it's like, like I really like, the importance of of supporting these shops, you know, like like ours and like you know P and V or whatever beer yeah. cartel, you yeah. it doesn't matter, right? That like there's such an importance in like that cons- it's a direct to consumer um, conversation that's happening every single day here. Yeah, and I think it's like 
I think it's so important for people to make sure that these stores are still around because this is kind of like these are like little hubs, little bastions of like you can't go into a Dan Murphy's and have a conversation with somebody about you know the difference between wildflower and lacerin you know barrel aging programs. It's like it's not going to happen, <laughs> and no one's going to have an opinion, let alone have a you know yes. have some insight. I think it's particularly for people who are like they're really into their beers, but none of their friends or family are, and so like. It's kind of like you're just stuck there by yourself until you can come to a place like here and sit upstairs and nerd out with someone you've never met before. And, and you can do that, right? Yeah, I agree. And yeah. this is why I, 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 like I've been on this like kick lately about making sure the breweries remember this as well. So whenever they're offering these really great deals to Dan Murphy's because they take volume, it's like, well, you know, yes, we may not push volume here. We're buying one case of your beer, not one pallet. Mm. But we are turning c- potential customers into fans of your brewery. And so I think that's something that the yeah. like people should remember. That's what the bottle shops are here for, and the bars as well. Yeah. You know, places you go to Royal Albert. It's not just we're not just selling your beer for you. We're also creating fans. We're creating beer fans who are going to go visit your brewery, going to go find your stuff in a bottle shop and buy it. Like it's a it's a very important part that's of the what industry. It's all about yeah. So speaking of that, yeah. I'm trying to see how I can segue this. Oh, segue. Speaking of getting people into beers that they wouldn't normally drink. There you go. That's, why, that's why Adrian's here. Nailed it. <laughs> um, we're doing an event together for Beer Week as well. Okay, so we are doing a unique event that's basically a theft of one of your ideas, which is Style Roulette. Yeah. Uh, I know that for you, people who listen to the podcast, they've heard this ad 15 times already, so I'm not going to read it as well as Adrian. But um, the idea is that... Uh, we've got a bunch of Ciceronis, um, up, upstairs. Are you going to come dress as Cicerone, man? Oh, man. I'm so excited. <laughs> and are we're going to talk. Are you, are you all have to wear the badge. <laughs> so you come. Well, actually, I have a badge. We yeah. have to get you to do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. The I'll idea is that we want people yet. to pay to come in so we can talk at you. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Well, you know, like, such of what we always talk about, like, this is like, what we would talk about on on air is pretty much what we would talk about if we were all catching up together anyway. Yeah. yeah. And it's funny, like, there's times where I'm sitting at the Royal Lab with Adrian having a beer and people like who we know are like, are you guys recording right now? It's like, no, we're just chatting. It's like, it sounds like you're there's just... There's no exactly. mics. There's no and mics. that was the whole idea of Sessionable, was just recording a conversation that we'd probably be having anyway. Well, I think it comes out that way. And I think... Sometimes for better and sometimes yeah, for worse. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. It's just the way it is, right? No, but it's, then a good, it's a conversation this event about that with, with, you know, with you, me, and, and Chris Cohen's pretty much... Getting people to pay to listen to us talk what we would probably the three of us would be doing. To be anyway. honest, honestly, guys, you don't need to to come. Like we're gonna have fun. <laughs> just, just the three of us. I, I Actually, promise. just don't buy tickets. Yeah, just yeah. don't come. People have already bought tickets. Come on, we got, yeah, it's gonna be fun. It's Look, gonna it's be gonna be awesome. It's gonna yeah. be um, two of the brightest minds in beer and me. <laughs> I was gonna say, fuck you, dude. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I think. Look, 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 look. If, if you don't come for anything else, come because probably. Um, Look, when Chris lands in Australia, he'll probably be the most accomplished beer nerd in Australia. Yeah, you know he'll be the he'll be the most trained beer person in our country. Well, we have we have an Australian sort of advanced system. We do, right now. we do. But yeah. I I honestly think it's not just that. He's nah. also a national BJCP judge. Yeah. He also is the founder of the San Francisco Brewers Guild, yeah. Home Brewers Guild. That's San Francisco. It's not the you know like. Oshkosh, you know, yeah. Wisconsin Brewers Guild. It's not Guild. the Woi Woi Brewers Guild. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. not the Whoop Whoop Brewers Guild. <laughs> yeah. It's San Francisco, the home of beer. He's the right? owner of um, Old Devil He's Moon. He's the owner as well. of Old Devil Moon, which just won the best bar in San Francisco yeah. award, I think. Yeah, yeah wow. Best beer bar. I best think beer it was. bar in yeah. San Francisco. Yeah. That's over Tornado. Like, that's yeah. a pretty. The, he, he's the man. Yeah. And, and the cool thing is, he doesn't act like it. 
Yeah. If you haven't, uh, have you met him? No, I've never met him. You're probably no. just chatting on the, yeah, on the yeah. phone. He, dude, he, he's so cool. He's so down to earth. He's gonna. He has tons of insight into beer, and he also has a different perspective coming from a big beer market. Yeah. Um. There's a really cool perspective from the American beer consumer, and I'm sure guys who have traveled over there, guys and girls, sorry, um, and people who have just talked to Americans, they have a they have a whole different way of looking at beer and. For the most part, it's 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 annoying to me because it's very, they're they're very much less excited. Yeah. Because they just they see everything. They're not like, oh, there's a New England IPA on tap. We're gonna go buy it all out. They're like, well, there's there's a field work down the road has 15 on tap yeah, right now. Yeah. It's like <laughs> they get they so they're they're so much they're less impressed, which is it's it's the bad part of it. But they're also um they're much more uh what's the word? It's it's almost like they it they have they run a much more like a level headed yes, about yeah, about the whole yeah, thing. Yeah. They don't get too overexcited, they don't go too down on anything. Nah. It, and and they have a really mature industry. And so I think hearing the perspective of somebody who's like right in the middle of that is gonna be awesome. And I think just hearing someone of that caliber who doesn't really know much about um about Australia's beer scene would be really interesting as well. Like, yeah, sweet. Just, yeah, getting his take on it. Yeah. So yeah, so we're gonna have an awesome time with Chris. Yeah, um, and so the the concept is styles. So um, we're gonna we're gonna roll the roll, dice. Roll the dice. Yeah. The Dungeons and Dragons dice. And then I, what I was thinking is we try and pair up, like split the people who actually pay money to come along, okay. and like allocate one of us three to each of them. And then we can sort of like riff off each other and like, so then like when they roll, one of us will take them down and help them pick the beer out, bring it back up and we can all talk about it together. Yeah, I, I honestly haven't thought much about the concept, yeah. but I'll, I'll roll with you whatever you guys want to do. Yeah. Are we going to try to get each person who comes to get a beer? Depending on numbers. Yeah, if there's 15 yeah. people, it might be a yeah. lot of beers. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, yeah. it's, it's going to be a great time. And yeah, it'll be great. And, yeah. and just a, like, this is my favorite thing is picking out something that people might not have tried or just like yeah. being forced into a corner yeah. and trying to come up with something great. It's, it's a great way of picking beer. So I love the concept of what you guys do. Cause then it's like, well, let's, let's just do all the cool styles in the podcast in a row. It's like, no, we got to do English dark mild this like, time. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it's, well, I think, look, we got to, we got to wrap it up because unfortunately, okay, you got to go. People got things to do, but. All right, recommendations? I think it won't be the last time that you're on. I, uh, I'm podcast? sure it will be. There'll be another I two years just, before you guys. Yeah, we'll be on the we'll be on the podcast. For oh yeah, the we got, advent we got calendar. our advent calendar. Yeah. You have no excuse. Yeah. To yeah. you've already done the deal. Well, we haven't wrapped the beers yet, so we could probably get out of it. No, but I think I think it'll be good to get uh, John on the podcast and just just for some regular shit and not actually. Oh, I love talk talking. Stuff. Love yeah. talking. Shit. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. Yeah. I love talking to you guys. I love listening. Um, I've made it a bit more of a daily like thing now that i wish you guys would release more episodes now i'm, I'm just like i can't believe i blew through how many was it like a hundred and something 107 109 yeah, 109? 109, yeah. yeah. I, I blew through them in like six days that's oh, man. fucking scary <laughs> yeah, yeah. dude i commute like three hours each way yeah. to work so yeah. was, i have a lot of time to listen oh, that's to podcasts. Fair, yeah the commute does help all right all Do right recommendations yeah we're gonna go beer or non-beer first let's start with beer beer yeah i'm gonna go for uh stone and wood's latest limited release which was the sticky nectar i don't think i got to try it yeah it's um it's kind of i'm not sure if they actually put mango in it but it, it was a mango ipa yeah nice and it had that they added lactose um so it, it was essentially a new england but i'm not sure if they called it a new england because they're kind of rebels those stonewood guys i like it um but yeah it was like one of the best easiest drinking you know new england Pale slash IPAs that Stanford's I've had pilot recently. batch yeah. series is like really starting to ramp up at the moment. Yeah. Did yeah. you know that they brew good beer? <laughs> the, none of their beer is bad. Yeah, but exactly. It's just like when you 
they're just interesting beer. For, yeah, they're just yeah, known yeah. for one beer, and it's a nice beer, but it's not a beer that you can drink it, all the time. It's like, not even my favorite one of their beers, though. Well, what's your favorite? Oh man, what uh, the the amber one? You know, the alt, it used to be an alt beer, and like, yeah, what is it oh, called? Jasper. 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 Yeah. I used Jasper to smash some yeah, Jasper. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do they still come out with that? I, lo- I don't know. I, yeah, like, I yeah. used to love that beer. I think it's just one of those things because they're like so big, you just kind of overlook it because like, oh yeah, I've had a Pacific Air. Then like every six months. You go back and you have a pack out. Like that's still so a good, good beer. <laughs> it's such a but good. I'm gonna beer. have something else now. I'm True. like, yeah. But yeah. they, you know, they're doing an event for Beer Week, which is like a, at the Tap House, which is all their pilot brews. Oh, sick! Which would be really cool. cool. Like that, you know. So, um, yeah, good record. Awesome. I like it. Where you at? Um, I really haven't been drinking that much beer lately. That's not an excuse. You said this like but a couple of episodes ago. <laughs> because I still haven't been drinking that much beer. But this, by the I way, did... guys, this comes from the person who is running your Beer Week. Yeah. But like, you I'm, know, I'm terrified already. No, but too much. I'm not really into beer anymore. No, too much of it's a thing. It's now called can burn Sydney out, Wine Week, right? and that's the whole thing. Is that the reason why I'm not drinking a lot of beer at the moment is because, like, I mean, you already removed the craft from Sydney- Beer Week. Is it going to oh, just call? Is it just going to be called Sydney Week? <laughs> Sydney Week. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to project the whole week yes. into the Opera House. Just then, RTDs yeah. in the. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll put it up. We'll put. Yeah, we'll just go watch some races. Yeah. You know, it'd be great. Well, yeah, it's just one of those things when, like. When every single minute of your day you're talking about beer, sometimes you just don't feel like having a beer afterwards. But a few things that I have had lately, one thing I really enjoyed is I actually picked up from here, John, is oh. uh, the Deep Creek Deep Funk Saison. Awesome, huh? Which is a, a light Saison, but a really nice beer. Yeah, I wish more people would buy their beers. Man, awesome beer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where are we, they um, from again? From New Zealand. New oh, Zealand, yeah. Oh, yeah, Deep Creek. Yeah, I've heard yeah. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, lo- I actually like Deep Creek beers. I don't know why we have trouble selling them in our shop. And I, I think I'm, it's the color, colors of the artwork. Yeah, like, I think they're changing really dark. that because I, I yeah. like I like their beers, and I just don't know why they don't sell. I mean, they're a bit expen- on the expensive side, fair enough. But it's but, but so is McKellar, like, and we can, fly, we fly through those. New Zealand you know? beers are always going to be fairly pricey. Fair, fair. Yeah, but I don't know. But like everything I've had from there, I've really enjoyed. But I got to try their saison recently, and it's definitely a light. Lighter style saison, but there's nothing against that. I'm are you really are you recommending it. that because that's the only beer you've had since the last it's podcast? It's not the only beer I had, but it's one <laughs> that I had in the last week that I really enjoyed. Yeah, so, it's yeah. a good beer. I yeah. like it a lot. Sweet, Jonathan. Yeah, I got one for you. So this if is you don't have one. a beer, wreck, I would be fucking worried. No, I, like, well, the problem is I have too many. You can just many. look around you. And yeah. Like, uh... No, no, I got a good one for you. So I've been, I've been, well, we've been doing this Oktoberfest thing the past few weeks. Even though Australians don't know it's already over, you know, it's it's already over. Yeah, but we're still in October. Yeah. Like, I know, but anyways, I don't want to explain that. But there is a beer. If you, I'm just gonna really nerd out for the the beer nerds here. If you've ever wanted to try an awesome German Pilsner, which is it's hard to do mm-hmm. because most of them arrive disgustingly old yeah. or you know tasting like peanut butter and DMS and yeah. yeah. Um, the there's a beer called uh, Weissenhoer. Um, it's the Eucharist Pils. We have it in stock, and there's a the guys. There's a few other places that m- probably have it. There's a, there's the guys um, importing it from Brisbane. It's called Alpen Liquor. And they're bringing ah, over all yeah, this German yeah, yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. So this, yeah. that's Weissenhoer Pilsner. And I, dude, it's, it's insanely good. Does he like just do one shipment each year just in the lead up for Oktoberfest? I think he does it? more than that, but it feels like he has everything ready to go right yeah, for Oktoberfest, yeah. which you should. Yeah, yeah, good um, on all it. the, yeah, cause yeah. we put a couple of the land beer and the Meisel. Yeah. The, like all the Meisel Weiss. Yeah, know, they're my, cracking beers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So like some really interesting German stuff. It's like, I feel like you go to German Fest and you're either going to get the Aldi special, which is like I always do every year. Yeah. Um, even as a bottle shop owner, I still go buy the Aldi Paul Lanner keg. And every year, I love it. I love it. Um, but then but it's always just the it's the like, UPG the, stuff, right? Yeah, so Vine it's Stefan, yeah, Paul Anner, yeah, Spaten, Hofbrau, Spaten, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's like I'm I'm glad there's some cool 
different German things because you know there's like thousands of breweries and just in Franconia, you know. Yeah, and there's like there's such regionality in their beers as well. We yeah. we only get to see a very very small amount. Well, of that, yeah, so. most of them don't make it out, but yeah, yeah. Anyways, weird recommendation, obviously not for the. So what was the beer there. again? It's called it's called the Eucharist Pilsner. It's by a, a brewery called Feisenhoer. W e i s e n H O E R. Weissenhoe. I think Weissenhoe is the brewery and it's yeah. a Weissenhoer pills. We'll mm. have it in the show notes. Good luck with that thanks one. For, yeah, thanks <laughs> for spelling it out because it would have taken me like yeah. at least minutes to find awesome. that. <laughs> All right, moving on to non beers. Non beer. Um, so apart from beer, my other big love is food. And recently I revisited a place that I haven't been for a while called LP's Quality Meats. Oh, oh that's awesome. Liam, Liam yeah. Pereira's quality meats. That's it. Uh, I, used Liam's to live like, yeah. I used to live like pretty much across the road from there. And I lived, lived in an apartment in Chippendale. I used to like fire up the smoker in the balcony of my apartment. Oh. And my dream was that Luke from LPs would be walking past one day like, That's so good. <laughs> it's yeah. such a good place. And I used to go there just have like have drinks at the bar. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, their drinks are really good as well. Um, and I had the set menu for the first time ever. It's pretty epic, eh? <laughs> and, we're, and at the start of the night, they're like, do you want the $65 menu or the 85 And everyone's like, all right, we'll just go 65 you know. And, like, and then, no. and then, and I'm like, no. But then I was with like a group of 12 and probably like eight of the people didn't really eat that much. So the remaining four people just gorged themselves on all the fucking food. Mm. And by the end of it, I was so stuffed. I, I dread to imagine how fucked up I would be with the $85 <laughs> menu. It just keeps on coming. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they just opened a pizza restaurant as well yeah, in Newtown. Yeah, you just told me yeah. this before. I didn't even know anything about yeah, this. Yeah, it's called Bella Bruta. I, I haven't yeah, been right. yet. It's like two days old at the moment. But they opened a pizza place? Yeah, in Newtown. Oh, yeah. I feel like that's awesome. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, so I'm really keen to check that out. I'm into that. Yeah. Cool. But yeah, LP's quality meats. It's, Boom. it's still fucking place. amazing. Yeah. Um... I'm still thinking, mind you. Know You've you had plenty of time because you haven't been drinking any beer, so you have plenty of <laughs> non-beer recommendations lined up, right? I like sleeping. Yes, I, like that, yeah. <laughs> I do. Have you got I, something? I, I have I'm, one while you can think. Yeah, so yeah. I'm recommending something that, it, for people who know me, won't be a new recommendation. But since I'm on the podcast, I'm going to come guns blazing. There's a podcast called The Rewatchables. Do you guys know about no. the Rewatchables? I don't know it. Tell oh, me. Oh, good. Tell I'm about me. to blow your mind. So The Rewatchables is a podcast by a guy called Bill Simmons. He's really famous in the U.S. because he's a sports. Uh, podcaster. He was on ESPN for a while. Did, he did this thing called the BS Report. Uh, I know of it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So now he runs this this website and podcast thing called The Ringer. And The Ringer has a podcast called The Rewatchables, and all it is is about movies that are rewatchable. That's so they awesome. do a deep dive. They've done about sixty episodes so far. I mean, you know, it's Die Hard. Uh, it, it it's like every movie you can think of. You know, Midnight Run. You know, it's like it's like all the cool like movies that you want to watch forever. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're even doing like rom coms, like everything they did. They've done uh, 60-something episodes. I think the last one was Dazed and Confused. And they nice. just deep dive into, like, um, you know, like, uh, the, like casting what-ifs, you know, like the best quote of the movie, who won the movie, well, who was, like, the, you know, the best, like, actor that you couldn't name their name. You know, like, it's, it's, it's awesome. Like, all these, like, trivia facts from the movie. And they just, like, they go at it for an hour. And then afterwards, you basically, like... You can't you can't really think straight until you go watch the movie again because you're so excited. So I've got a mate of mine, Kevin. You know Kevin Kosh. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I got him on it a, a few months ago. He's a big movie buff. Isn't and he? now he yeah. like he we listen to the episodes together and then send each other messages like, when are we going to watch this movie? Uh, you know, <laughs> every time. It, like we, I think True Romance was like a couple weeks ago. Oh, that's a classic. Yeah, I love it. yeah, yeah. yeah. I re- if you're a movie person, I recommend the rewatchables. It's yeah. awesome. And there's like Wait. 65 to just go, you know, smash through yeah. already. 
that's an awesome yeah. recommendation. Yeah. Actually, I'm gonna. I got my recommendation, but it's actually kind of John's recommendation because he recommended it to me. But um, I smashed through all of the Ozarks oh, on, on Netflix. I so good. It. Have you watched? No. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, by the way, the, uh, just as dark as the other one that you were talking about on the last episode. Uh, was it Broad Happy Church? Valley? Oh, Happy Valley. Yeah. 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 He's. Uh, we've known Liam's into some dark shit. Is what we're saying. <laughs> Happy Valley straight to <laughs> so Ozarks. Sunshines and rainbows up oh. here, dude. No, yeah. Happy Valley is fucked up. Yeah. 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 But um, yeah, the Ozarks, which has got Jason Bateman, which yeah. is um, he directed some of the episodes. Yeah. Too. Yeah. And he, um, you know from uh, Arrested Development. Arrested yeah. Development. And it's weird because it's a very, very different style of thing. Very, very different, you know, theme. But it's still, like, his character is almost exactly the same guy, but just in a very, very different He just situation. does Jason Bateman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it's kind that, of like, like, that, it's um, like if Jason Bateman did, like, an art house film. Yeah. It's very, it's like, yeah. very, like, Scandinavian film noir kind it of It is vibe. that sort of, like, yeah, like, like, really dark English or Scandinavian. Got a lot of like, blues, yeah. you know, a lot of, lot of, like, colored, you know, hues on it. And, and lakes, there's always lakes around, and yeah. Yeah, it has um, that Scandinavian vibe But yeah, it. yeah, um, actually, I think I rocked it here one day, and you were like, Really hungover. I think I was on watching, the counter, it, yeah. watching it. You're like, have you seen this? Like, nah. I was like, dude, you're gonna watch it. So I'm like, now I think there's like two seasons. Yeah, you've already done. Yeah, I'm yeah, done. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's uh, Adrian. You got to get on Ozarks. Although, although, don't like make any happy plans because it's not no. like you don't like don't like hey have a dinner plan later with some friends because you're yeah. gonna feel like shit after each episode. Yeah, yeah. it's a, yeah. It's just always it's always like dark and you know kind of I uncomfortable. I don't know why, but I've just been watching it. It's a really dark like. I'm worried about like you. That. No, it's all good. Are you okay? It's, I'm, I'm fine. Thank you for asking, though. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. But like, I don't know. No, no. I think yeah. that's. I think it's healthy. I think. Uh, like, I've been listening to a lot of like. Uh, I listen Bauhaus. to tons of podcasts. <laughs> yeah. I've, been, I've been listening to a lot of like Case File. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, and like the what was the other one that came out about the girl in the in the 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 one that's like got killed and then her like her husband like remarried one of the students. What was that teacher's pet? Like, oh, I'll, did you to uh, yeah, so, no, I haven't, I haven't listened. I'm I not. haven't actually listened. I don't actually listen to true crime stuff, but no, you a, don't. Lot, a lot of people I know do, and I'm like, why do you do it to yourself? Yeah, like, it's, it's it's really stressful. Really like, I was listening to one who was yeah. like, and then like she was, you know, tortured for six, you know, and they just go in and like, oh, and then I'm, now I'm going to go to home and see my family and have dinner, <laughs> and it's like. People do this, and it's like it's yeah. really. St- I think it's probably stressful. Like it's a bit. <laughs> it's like an inner stress. You know what? If you want like a, just a nice, like lighthearted podcast to listen to, what I've been getting into is like Luke from L of the Times, other podcasts called the Hypothetical. Oh, I haven't. Institute. I haven't started I don't listening know this to that one. yet. No, it's yeah. like, so they're all Aussie guys. So, um, but it's a non-beer podcast. It's just about like, um, it's just like like conspiracy, conspiracy theories, theory yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. Oh god! But the guys, like the three of them don't really into it. They're just more like making fun of conspiracy theory nut jokes. I like it. I like it's it. It's actually really good. That sounds great. That's yeah. right up my alley. So they normally have like a different theme or a couple of themes for each episode and they all will go away and do their research and come back. Well, but it's more just making fun of fucking nut jobs. But, all right, um, so I'm going to go eat LP meats. I'm really upset that you didn't recommend something that I actually couldn't go and enjoy. You know, because you've already done you it. It's my yours. recommendation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can't triple step or double step. <laughs> <laughs> but it's been awesome, guys. I, I had a yeah. lot of fun. Cheers. Um, we'll have to do this again. I guess we're going to have to in about a month and a half. So yeah, yeah. we're yeah. going to have to do it pretty soon. Sweet. Yeah. Awesome. Um, yeah. Thanks for being on the podcast. How how can people get in touch with Bucket Boys on the socials and everything? That's a good call. So Bucket Boys Beer is our Instagram and Facebook. Bucket Boys Bar is our upstairs bar Instagram and Facebook. The number on the website is my cell phone. Yeah, so, you never answered anyway. So, so. yeah, <laughs> if you have, it, like if you call, it's it's usually me that picks up the emails. I get all the emails as well. So um, yeah, it's pretty easy to get a hold of us. We're in you know Merrickville. 
Um, just hang around a corner of Macville, you hear you hear John. You'll hear my voice. Yeah. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's either me or him. So it's whatever. <laughs> awesome guys. Um, you can get sessionable um, at sessionable.net. All our contact details are on there. Sweet. Cheers. Come join us at Beer Week. Yeah. Beer yeah. Week. Beer, beer week. week. Brace beer yourselves. Week. Yeah. <laughs> buy a, buy an advent calendar, and you might get an awesome surprise. You might. Liam might yeah. pop out of one of those cans. Fuck, the cans aren't that big. <laughs> <laughs> but if you get one, know that the three of us would have hand-wrapped one of your beers for True. you. True. Cheers, man. Thanks, guys. Thank Cheers. you.